Welcome to The Profitable Way. I am your host, Robin Gooding, and this is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to do good in the world while pursuing profits and living a rich life. I truly believe that the missing link to multi-passionate, heart-centered entrepreneurs is the intersection of a holistic strategy, an efficient back-end system, and the soul work that focuses on our inner world so that our outer world can flourish. My clients have quit the cubicle, moved overseas for the digital nomad life, more than doubled their income, and expanded their lives using my signature framework that integrates strategy, systems, and soul. If you're looking to clarify your strategy, structure and optimize your systems, and amplify your soul work, you are in the right place. I promise to relentlessly support you making money online, doing what you love, so that you can live your version of an epic and rich life. Hello, welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much for joining. And today I'm going to talk all about the good girl conditioning and how it's keeping you stuck in your business. So let's look at what the good girl conditioning is and how it's showing up for you. So what is the good girl conditioning? It is the societal expectation that women, and it starts when we're young children as little girls, need to be palatable, need to be good, need to be sweet, need to be soft and accommodating and polite and obedient (laughs) and all these things in order to belong. So This is a message that has been reinforced over and over and over again since we were really young, and it shows up in our business in quite a few different ways, which I'm going to get started in right now. So the first way that the good girl conditioning is keeping you stuck is you are being overly accommodating for other people's needs and schedules, even when it's not aligned for you. Okay, even when it's not aligned for you. And there's a lot of ways that this could be true for you. One of them may be clients wanting to book on days or at times that just do not at all feel aligned for you with your schedule. Perhaps you are really disrupting yourself, whether that's your sleep schedule or time with your family or time and space you've carved out for yourself. And you're just not able to say no. You're not able to say no to someone else. And so what happens is that you end up giving in, saying yes, resenting it after the fact, but better to accommodate in your mind than to have conflict or to come up against your own edge of saying no, following through on that boundary, and then having to deal with someone else's reaction or response to that. The second way it's showing up is in self-censorship. So you may be diluting your perspectives, your truths. You may be typing a post out and then editing it, softening it, diluting it, and just really not allowing your voice and your truth to shine exactly as it is, exactly as you are, because you want to be palatable. You want to be palatable. 
right? And the thing about being palatable is that we know that's not what converts. We know that polarization is what actually converts. So when you're trying to be palatable or you're trying to be popular, you're appeasing the good girl conditioning in you, but you're not actually moving the needle in your business. So self-censorship is a hallmark of the good girl conditioning. And it also is a hallmark that you are not leveraging your business capacity at the full potential because you're diluting your message instead of allowing yourself to just stand out. The third way it's showing up is you are following the rules of how a business should look, should be built, should be marketed, and doing all the things that you see modeled around you instead of listening to your truth and your embodied wisdom and saying, this is what feels right and true for me. This is where I want to hang out. Right. And it doesn't matter whether that's a strategy piece or a marketing piece or money goals. We see that a lot where we started out with messaging around 10K months and then it became 100K months. <laughs> and now it's like seven figure, multi seven figure year. And if you're less than six figures and you've been in business for X amount of time, like you're failing, like, you know. And if we were all honest, not all of us want a seven-figure or a multi-seven-figure business or a $100,000 launch. Like, not all of us want that, right? And we make ourselves wrong because everybody else is doing it. And so we think, I should be doing that. But when we allow ourselves to break the rules and honor ourselves, we actually end up leading. And when we're showing up as a leader, whether that's thought leadership, whether that's modeling something different, whether that's seeing something in a different way, you're actually standing out. And that's when you're the thought leader and people pay attention. That's when you're standing out as a, as an authority in your niche. So more of that, please. The fourth way showing up is you are being the martyr. You are taking on what is not yours. And I see this a lot with clients' results. So if I work with clients who are super devoted to their clients and they're showing up absolutely wholeheartedly for their people, and in that, sometimes their clients are not showing up for them, for the work. They're not doing the check-ins or they're not attending calls or they're not asking questions. And so then the people I work with will say to me, I don't know if these people are getting value in my program. I don't know if they're getting the transformation I promised them. I don't actually know where they're at or how they're doing because they're not telling me or communicating with me or showing up. And to me, I because I know that the people I work with are deeply devoted to showing up for their clients, I know that this is just not their responsibility. We can trust ourselves to show up for our clients. We can trust ourselves to create a container that leads to successful outcomes for our clients. We can do all of that. But what we cannot do is do the work for our clients. And so if you're taking responsibility for what's yours, we also need to let our clients take responsibility for what's theirs. And sometimes that means they don't get the results that they could get because they're the ones that are not showing up. But that burden is not on you. As long as you are taking responsibility for your part, you don't need to overly take responsibility for their part. And we also don't need to make them wrong, our clients wrong, or 
anyone who's on a different timeline wrong because they have their own timeline. They have their own journey. So what you're taking responsibility for is your part, what you're showing up for, how you're creating that experience, the container you've crafted that will most likely lead to a successful outcome, but you're allowing other people to have their own timeline, their own process, their own journey, and to take responsibility for what's theirs. Okay. Now, the fifth way that the good girl conditioning shows up is around pricing. Let's talk about it. So pricing, it shows up when you're not honoring yourself with your prices because you're so afraid of what other people will think or you're more focused on accommodating other people's needs instead of being really honest with yourself and being true to your own alignment. So if I know that I've created an offer that really is $5,000 and that's the real value of it to my client, but I'm not going to price it at that because I'm scared what people are going to think, or I'm scared it's not accessible enough, or I'm scared that people are going to say, who does she think she is to, to price that above and beyond what the standard is, right? And so to give yourself permission, and it could also go the other way. It could also be that you want to sell something for $49, even though you could easily sell it for $500. It's just about being honest with yourself and being true to you and not allowing the shoulds or people-pleasing tendencies to show up in how you're making decisions as the CEO and the coach for your business. The second to last way that the good girl conditioning shows up in your business is around perfectionism. So part of this conditioning is that we have to hold ourselves to these unattainable standards and squeeze into these boxes that someone else has dictated for how we get to show up in the world, how we get to belong in the world. And if we do that and we squeeze ourselves into these metrics in our business and these structures that suffocate us in our business and we get so caught up in the perfectionism, we're going to be really scared of failure. We're going to be really scared of taking risks. We're going to more likely play smaller and sit on the sidelines instead of actually going for what we want, instead of actually creating the business that we're dreaming of or the life that we're dreaming of because we're so scared it's not going to be or look perfect. And unfortunately or fortunately, part of success in business is all about taking risks. It's about experimenting. It's taking chances. If you want to stand out more often times than not, you have to do what is not done right now or has not been done before. And that means you don't have a model for it. You don't know how it's going to turn out and you get to go for it anyways, because you back yourself and you're willing to try and you know that it's okay if it fails, right? Air quote fails. So not allowing yourself to get caught up in this myth of perfectionism and in thinking you have to look perfect or you can't launch an offer, a new offer that you're dreaming of because it's a pivot from where you've been in the market before or it may not make sense to people or um, any anything that comes up for you around this 
has me thinking about other people's thoughts, opinions, and judgments more than how I feel about myself. Anything like that needs to really get dialed down so that you can turn up the volume on what is true for you and what is present for you and what's right for you and only follow that compass more than the people pleasing around perfectionism and needing to look and act a certain way. Okay, the last way that the good girl conditioning shows up in your business is not standing up for yourself, not having the hard conversations, not enforcing the boundaries, whether this is around refund requests, whether this is around copyright infringements, whether this is around um, like a, a contractor or a virtual assistant, a team member not pulling their weight, not following through on what they say they're going to do, whether this is someone not paying on time or an invoice just sitting there without any action, whether this is someone who is repeatedly not following through on the guidelines in your group container, not honoring your boundaries, it is really important that you stand up for yourself and that you learn that it is safe and good and healthy for you to have these conversations in your business that are uncomfortable that maybe you wouldn't have had in the past. Maybe you don't even know how to have them productively or effectively, but leaning into that is important. And it's a big part of being a CEO and being a successful CEO is standing up for yourself and voicing your truth and communicating with clarity and precision what is right and what you're available for and what you're not available for and what is non-negotiable for you. And when someone has violated your boundaries and you're needing them to be aware of that and to respect that and to course correct. All right. So your business success really depends on your ability to do these things, to honor your needs versus trying to accommodate everybody else, to speak your truth instead of self-censoring and diluting your potency, to building a business your way and following your rules and breaking a lot of the should rules because it's not in alignment with you. And this is going to allow you to be the leader that I know you are here to be. It's going to rely on you taking responsibility for what's yours, but not taking responsibility for what's not yours and being burdened by things that you're not actually responsible for. Your business success is going to rely on you to be able to price your products and your offers in alignment with the value and the and the energetic value and alignment that you have with them as well. It's going to rely on you to take risks and risk failing and risk public failing and risk people seeing that maybe something didn't work out and and you being okay with that and like not making decisions because you're so scared of what other people are going to think or say about you, but you're just listening to what's true and right for you. And lastly, your business success is going to depend on you standing up for yourself, enforcing your boundaries, knowing what you're available for and not available for, and honoring that in 
all the different ways that you have to show up in your business, whether that's with your free communities, your paying clients, your team members, your contractors, personal dynamics, even boundaries with yourself, right? Like being willing to have the hard conversations and enforce your boundaries is going to be absolutely essential to your success. So opportunities for you to explore further. If you want to really shake up this conditioning and bring awareness to it, the first thing is to look at your self-awareness and your boundaries around where you are playing the good girl in your business. What are your triggers? What are root causes for the ways that you dip into this conditioning? Where do those things happen? How do they strike for you? So for example, if you notice that a lot of the time you're trying to squeeze a lot of clients into your schedule, you're noticing that they're before your hours that you really want to be working or they're after hours when you really don't want to be working and it's starting to wear you down. Notice, okay, this is obviously a trigger for me when someone wants to have a session with me and I don't have capacity for them this week or or a time and day that works for them even though they know that when they committed to my calendar, my calendar is my calendar. And within reason, I'm trying to accommodate them. But I'm noticing that I'm being overly accommodating to to my own detriment. That's one of my triggers. Why am I doing that? What is the root cause for that behavior? And what am I available for and not available for? Where do I need to create more boundaries or become more aware of the boundaries that I'm not enforcing that are actually not nourishing me, my business, and how I'm showing up for my clients, right? And so then you can get honest. Firstly, it's about being honest with yourself. I'm not actually available for this. So now I need to create buffers and boundaries to protect myself sometimes from giving in, from dipping in and and being the good girl when I know that it's not actually honest. Okay. So that self-awareness and the boundaries piece are going to be really helpful. The second part of this is the self-compassion piece. So this is really about reminding yourself that it's okay to prioritize your needs, that if you self-abandon and you play into the good girl conditioning. That's okay. You're allowed to be human. You're allowed to have a process. You're allowed to have your journey. And you can always come back to that self-compassion piece to remind yourself that it doesn't have to look like a perfect journey, but that you're still doing the best that you can to rebel against this good girl conditioning and how it's showing up for you in your business. And really leverage the boundaries and the self-awareness piece to support you to make decisions as the CEO of your business to take it to the next level where you ultimately want to take it. Okay. So thank you for being here. The good girl is absolutely keeping you stuck in your business and it does not have to be that way. I hope that you've taken some value from this. Would love to know your thoughts. Feel free to email me or hop in my DMs on Instagram. Everything is linked below in the show notes. And I'll be back in here next week with another episode. I'm Robin Gooding, and you've been listening to the Profitable Way podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at robin.gooding and join the Facebook community through the link in my Instagram bio. 
It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this episode so that I can continue to share this message with other entrepreneurs looking to pursue their dream online. I hope you'll join in next week for another episode. And I hope that you always remember that the best is yet to come.